Episode 12, Don't Let the Dream Stealers Steal Your Dream. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. What would you like to do with your life? What's your goal? What's your dream? I hope you're like me and that you've got lots of dreams. Life is truly wonderful and will give you everything you've ever wanted. Of course, you have to know what it is that you want. You have to let yourself go and allow yourself to dream and make sure you dream big dreams. Today, I share with you some of my favourite stories of people who dared to dream big dreams. But you have to watch out for the dream stealers. You know who those people are in your life. The ones who, when you tell them about your latest business idea or you tell them about your goals and dreams and ambitions, they laugh at you and begin to cast doubts over your ability. They come up with loads of reasons why you shouldn't even try. My dad was the best dad ever. He used to say, don't let the dream stealers steal your dreams. Don't let the dream stealers steal your dreams. He never once stole any of my dreams. In fact, he was always the first to encourage me and tell me to go for it. He was amazing and such a positive role model for me. John Armour was born in the Gorbals, Glasgow, the roughest part of the UK at the time in 1932. He was raised in a council house in Govan Hill Street and at the age of 15 he left Glasgow and headed down to live in London. Dad knew that he could be someone and felt that if he stayed in the Gorbals, he would end up in trouble. On arriving in London, Dad even had elocution lessons to try to reduce his broad Glaswegian accent. He carved out a successful career in sales and publishing, and when he sadly passed away in 2000, he was the managing director of Marshall Cavendish in Soho, London. Not bad for a boy from the Gorbals was one of his well-known sayings. One of my friends runs various successful internet businesses and his father was very old-fashioned and had been a successful lawyer in London. He could never understand why his son hadn't followed a sensible profession such as law or medicine. He'd say to my mate, why are you wasting your time with that interweb thingy? Why don't you go and get a proper job? I'm pleased to say that my mate didn't listen to his father. I completely appreciate that our friends and family just want the best for us, but can you imagine if Mark Zuckerberg's parents had told him to stop messing around with that interweb thingy? But sometimes, if you know you have dream stealers around you, my best advice would be to shoot for your dreams without letting them know at the beginning. Keep it to yourself. You can bring them with you once you're on your way. If you have a dream or a goal, don't let anyone stop you or try to put you off. Monty Roberts, the horse whisperer, tells the very best story of how to ignore the dream stealers. Whenever people attend his ranch in San Diego, Monty tells them the same story. I want to tell you a story about a young man who was the son of a travelling horse trainer who would go from stable to stable, farm to farm and ranch to ranch, training horses. 
As a result, the boy's high school career was continually interrupted. When he was a senior, he was asked to write a paper about what he wanted to be and do when he grew up. That night, he wrote a seven-page paper describing his goal of one day owning a horse ranch. He wrote about his dream in great detail and even drew a picture of a 200-acre ranch showing the location of all the buildings, the stables and the track. Then he drew a detailed floor plan for a massive mansion that would sit on the 200-acre ranch. He put a huge effort into the project and the next day he handed it in to his teacher. A few days later he got his paper back. On the front page was a large red F with a note that said, See me after class. The boy went to see the teacher after class and asked, Why did you give my paper an F? The teacher said, This is an unrealistic dream for a young boy like you. You don't have any money. Your family just travel around. They have very little money. Owning a ranch requires a lot of money. You'll need to buy some land. You'll have to buy all the horses and later you'll have to pay large stud fees. There's no way you could ever do it. The teacher added, I'll give you another chance. If you rewrite your paper with a more realistic goal, I'll reconsider your mark. The boy went home and thought about it long and hard. He asked his father what he should do. His father said, look son, you have to make up your own mind on this. However, I think it's a very important decision for you. Finally, after sitting with it for a week, the boy turned in the same paper, making no changes at all. He said to his teacher, you can keep the F and I'll keep my dream. Monty then turned to the assembled group and said, I tell you this story because I was that boy. You're sitting in my 4,000 square foot mansion on my 200 acre ranch and I still have that school paper with the F grade framed over my fireplace. I just love that story. So please don't let anyone steal your dreams. Be like Monty Roberts. Don't accept the F grades that you get given and keep shooting for the stars. I was lucky enough to see and meet Darren Hardy a couple of years ago in Telford in the United Kingdom when he came over as the keynote speaker at a utility warehouse conference. I've been a big fan of Darren Hardy's for a while, and he gave a great talk in Telford. He mentioned dream stealers, and he uses a great metaphor for ignoring them. Darren compares your goal, dream, or challenge to that of climbing a mountain. It can seem an almost impossible task when you're stood at the bottom looking up at your huge mountain. And it's during those early days when you embark on your journey to reach the top of the mountain when you're most vulnerable to the dream stealers. When they inevitably tell you not to bother, it's way too hard, you'll never make it, etc. Darren says, just turn to them and tell them, it's my mountain and I'm climbing it. I love that. It's my mountain and I'm climbing it. With massive conviction like this, you'll get to the top, no problem. I was watching the Formula One channel 409 on Sky Television recently and caught a brilliant documentary featuring Mario Andretti. Mario seems like such a great guy and his story is so inspiring. Talk about having a huge goal. At an early age, Mario and his brother Aldo lived in Lucca, a Yugoslavia-invaded part of Italy, and used to watch the famous Mille Miglia road race near where they lived. It was a long race with sports cars racing over 1,000 miles through the Italian countryside. 
This was Mario's first taste of motor racing, and in 1954, when he was 14 years old, he was taken to see the Italian Grand Prix in Monza. At that young, impressionable age, Mario declared that one day he would become a Formula One driver. Now, to put that into perspective, he was from a poor family, and in 1955, he and his family emigrated to America to seek a better life. And yet, Mario truly believed that he could and would become a Formula One driver. For him and his brother, this meant seeking ways to become involved in motor racing, which, around their new home in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, mainly took the form of old, beaten-up cars competing on dangerous dirt-track ovals. Mario and Aldo were 18 years old when they began racing, at the wheel of a self-prepared Hudson Hornet that they shared in stock car events. Mario continued to do well in the short oval races and soon progressed onto the giant speedways, eventually winning the Indianapolis 500. But Mario never lost his passion for Formula One, and in 1965, he was lucky enough to meet Colin Chapman, the boss of Lotus. And Colin, having seen Mario race, offered him a seat in his Formula One car when Mario was ready. Mario did so in 1968, and ten years later, in 1978, he won the Formula One World Championship. Mario Andretti's story is incredible, and if you're in the UK, I highly recommend tuning in to Sky TV Channel 409, where they play reruns of his story every week. So what's your dream? What are your goals? Start dreaming big dreams and get them clear in your head. Write them down in detail. Writing your goals down is the best way to get them clear in your mind so you can really visualize them and make sure you absolutely believe you can and will achieve them with absolute conviction. Then go climb your mountain and don't let the dream stealers steal your dreams. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Thank you.